Hello, my friends again, and thank you for joining us today on The Daily Dig, where each day we dig into God's Word, searching for truth that will encourage us to deepen our faith. We are living in trying times, and we must strive each day to draw our strength from God's Word. Come along with Jacob Smith as we dig into God's Word together. And welcome to another episode of The Daily Dig. I'm so glad that you've joined us. We are excited this time to have a visitor with us. And before we get started with our passage, I just wanted to uh, introduce him to you. Could you tell us who who you are? Yeah, uh, my name is Levi Wyatt. I pastor the Calvary Baptist Church in Rockmart, Georgia. I'm 35 years old, and I've been married for 15 years, got two wonderful children. And um, we also have a Christian school, a Foundation Christian School. And uh, so we're real busy in the Lord, and uh, God's been good to us. So we're so thankful for his ministry here and his love for uh, people, his love for winning the lost. And we've just had a wonderful time together as we fellowshiped over the last few uh, few days over the phone and, and together here. And so we're going to jump into the book of James and just talk about uh, what God has, here, uh, has for us here. James chapter 1, verse 1 says, James a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad. Greeting. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith, it works patience, worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. So to just kind of understand where James is coming from here, he's writing this epistle, which appears to be uh, cyclical, uh, it was not to a specific church, but rather a letter that was passed around to different groups of people. He's writing to the 12 tribes, which are Jewish believers. And they had been, if you look into the book of Acts, you could see how the church faced persecution and they were scattered abroad. And so we're just going to take a very practical look at what James is talking about here in the sense that many people call the book of James the Proverbs of the New Testament. And uh, as we jump into verse two, you go ahead, brother. Well, I think this is a wonderful book, and I, I do love how honest James is in verse 1 about how the, the tribes were scattered abroad. And what were they scattered abroad in? What scattered them? Well, obviously the persecution of the church, and these 12 tribes were scattered abroad in the church. And so James is not necessarily or specifically writing just for Jews He's writing for Jews in the church. Right. Valid point. And, and so all of the practical lessons that we are going to see in the book of James apply to New Testament church believers. I believe it was Peter uh, in the book of Acts that said uh, that, speaking of Jews and Gentiles, he said the Jews, he said, we get saved even as they, the Gentiles. And so I think it's a wonderful thing in, in, in the book of James Though it is written to Jewish believers, but they're New Testament church believers. And so what applies to them can apply to us as well in the church. And, and I believe absolutely. As we're looking into this, one of the things that we, we see in this, uh, we see in all the Bible, really. Mm-hmm. The Bible was written not only, uh, it's written for us. It might not be written directly to us in sure. the sense that some epistles were written to the churches in Galatia, to written to Timothy, so on mm-hmm. and so forth. But this was written for our learning. Mm-hmm. And so what we see here, he says, my brethren, which is his term of endearment here, he says, count it all joy 
when you fall into diverse temptations. Now, we know that temptations here is not speaking of temptation to sin, but rather the trials. And so he's giving us this encouragement in trials. One of the things that strikes me when you count it all joy, when you fall into diverse temptations, temptations to what? Temptations to quit. Right. That's the first thing that comes to my mind because when, when I get hit hard with something, something diverse, you know, something difficult, something that scourges me. As a as a man, we have to fight the temptation to quit. And as a New Testament uh, believer in this time frame, when they were being persecuted, reasons to quit were everywhere. And uh, we've yeah. got friends over in India right now in Manipur being persecuted. I mean, their buildings are being torn down and burned. Their houses are being burned. And uh, if you're not walking with God, you could find a lot of valid reasons to quit. And it's interesting as we're looking at it, it says count it all joy in the midst (laughs) of your building being torn down in the midst of this, we're counting it all joy. And then he says, knowing this verse three, knowing this, what what do we know that the trying of your faith works patience, or could we say it this way? Your perseverance, your endurance, right? We're knowing that these, these difficulties in our, our walk, we're starting to realize that these are what's building us up. These is what's mm. holding us together and maturing our faith, the perfecting of our faith. In Romans chapter 5, it says this, not only so, but we glory in tribulations. Well, why would we glory in tribulations? He says this, knowing that tribulation works patience. Yep. It's like going to the gym. You know, you go to the gym and you're like, why, why would you go to the gym and struggle? Because yep. in the struggle, you get stronger. Mm-hmm. And so you, you look at, at this, verse 4, what does he say? But let patience have her perfect work. So your friend in, in India, what is he doing? In the midst of those trials, counting it all joy, keeping the right disposition, right? he's growing. Yeah. One of the things, verse 3, knowing this, knowing this, well, most of the time what we know is the process. We know the process is painful. The process hurts, but God has a purpose. And the trying of your faith worketh patience, patience having her perfect work. And many times we want that purpose without the process. And uh, I believe it was, uh, I believe it was uh, Blake Griffin, actually, an <laughs> NBA player. He said, uh, you have to fall in love with the process. And uh, speaking about working hard and practicing and drills and 4 a.m. wake-up calls and all of that, but a lot of times as a believer, when we go through hard things, we tend to only focus on the process and not ever the purpose. But when we look at the purpose, that's where we can find patience and joy. And like Jesus Christ, we're told, you know, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, before the joy that was set before him, our purpose endured the cross, despising the shame. What is that? Process. And so a lot of times, it's not really the purpose we're against, it's the process. But if we can know this, know the purpose, Mm, that God is going to work something much greater, the process is going to sting, but the purpose will be worth it. That's incredible. And and I I love how you broke that down. Let patience have her perfect work ultimately letting that process, you know, the, the process of sanctification, drawing us closer right. to Christ's likeness. 
John G. Butler said this, the testing trials and troubles will so affect us that we will lack nothing in our spiritual development. This is, this mm. is knowing that God has a plan, mm. what we're going through, what he allows us to go through. I can't help but think of Job. Sure. You know, no doubt everybody always mentions, I love how they mention, um, well, he got children in the end, <laughs> but he still lost. <laughs> you know, you, you don't never forget those, never. those losses. But in that, he grew. Mm. And now we, we have a great testimony. As we're coming to a close, one of the things I just want to challenge you and ask you, my friends, is where uh, maybe you're closing your day, maybe you're starting your day listening to this. Could I ask you a couple questions? Where are you at in the process? Where are you at in, in, in life? Maybe you are coming through a trial and you're, you're just trying to cling to hope. Could you rest in Christ knowing that the process is being fulfilled. He's begun a good work in you, as we talked about back in Philippians, and he's going to complete it. But could I ask you, are you willing to stay faithful to fulfill the purpose that God has for you? And so as we're, we're thinking about this, we're thinking about coming together again, we're going we're gonna to touch on what comes together in verse number five. And if you look ahead, you're going to see where we're going. But these trials are given to us by the grace of God to lovingly help each and every one of us each believer to be more like Christ. When we know that his plan is not to be a mean ogre to punish us, but rather rejoice in our growth and bring us closer to him, that's really the beautiful thing. So as we come together and uh, we look forward to getting back together with you, may you have a wonderful day and God bless. I hope you were encouraged by the word of God today and challenged to dig deeper on your walk with the Lord. It is my prayer that you find strength each day digging deeper into God's Word. If you're looking for more resources, you can find them on thedailydig.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig.